0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana K. White. I share my personal deslobification process as I figure out ways to keep my own home under control. I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 350, and I think I'm going to call it, but what about the stuff I really need? Um, so I am answering a couple of questions that people have asked over at AskDanaKWhite.com. <laughs> Have I mentioned that here before? Because I'm so proud of that. AskdanaKwhite.com. And then it goes straight to the little form that you can fill out to ask questions to be answered either in YouTube Lives or here on the podcast. But the common theme that I saw in these questions was, but what about the stuff that I actually need? So I'm not saying there's not stuff that you need. Like that is legitimate. And yet there has to be a way if you're overwhelmed enough to ask a lady on the internet for advice that means your space does not feel under control to you and you need to work through it right so we're going to talk about how do you work through it when you're like oh but this is stuff that i need like it needs to stay and and the reality is that it feels like organizing is the answer which that may be very helpful and yet if you're overwhelmed, there's clutter. Okay. Like there has to be some decluttering that happens because that has to happen before organizing anyway. All right. So I'll be talking about that. I'll be going through those questions. I did want to remind you, I mentioned it last week. Thank you so much for all the excitement that people have expressed. And that, um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, if you didn't listen last week, I am talking about how I am launching a certification Program. So it's going to be a training course, and then you can choose if you would like to uh, be certified, like actually listed on my special site and all this stuff. Anyway, and ongoing perks for being certified as well. But that is hopefully, I'm putting this into the universe right now, hopefully going to launch on December 1st. And that's the plan. So just so you kind of know, if you would like to make sure that you find out when that comes along. I mean, I'm going to put it out in different places. But I do have an email list specifically for that. Okay, so if you would like to make sure that you get that you can go to a slob slash certification. And I will have the uh, newsletter sign up there where you can sign up for the notification sign up to get an email when this actually gets launched okay all right so here we go um let's talk about when you really do you know what about the stuff i actually need the stuff i really do need to keep all right now how do we work through that because it has to be worked through all right so first question My garage is a disaster. It needs total decluttering as well as reorganizing. It's jam-packed full of things I need to keep so I can't use the regular questions. I'm pausing here because you all know what's going through my brain right now, right? Uh, How can I move things around without just making a bigger mess while I do that? Okay. Okay. So the first thing I want to say here, well, there's a couple things that I want to say. And when I pick the question apart, I'm not picking the person apart. I'm picking the question apart because there are certain terms and phrases that I hear a lot that I have generally figured out what is actually meant by them. Okay. And, and how to work through them. A lot of this is because these were my own types of questions. Okay. Like, that was the type of thing that I said is when I was dealing with a space, when my house was a disaster, it was like, well, but I can't do this because my situation's different because I actually need this stuff. Okay. I have no idea what's in this garage. I I do not know, but I do know some things. And so we're going to go on that. All right. Here's what I know. The words, my garage is a disaster. I know disaster. When you tell me disaster, oh, I know what you're talking about. I have been there, I have done that, I have experienced that. Um, you know, <laughs> sometimes people would say things like, "Oh, this my closet is a disaster." And I'd be thinking or, or no, like a conversation would come up and I would be like, "Oh, my space is a disaster." And they're like, "Oh, mine is too." And I was like, "Yeah, I bet you have no idea what I'm talking about." I'm just saying, when you say my garage is is a disaster, I can picture an actual disaster. All right. So I am not, you know, I, I get it. All right. I've been there. So you stated the fact that my garage is, is a disaster. I cannot say is a disaster. That is a really, really hard thing to say. So just be ready. Anyway, my garage is a disaster means I am overwhelmed by it. I can't function in it. Okay. It's full of stuff but I can't find what I need when I need it. I can't access what I need. And therefore I probably ignore it more than I should. Like I haven't gotten out there and dealt with this yet because it's so overwhelming to me. You say it needs total decluttering as well as reorganizing here, right here is the actual problem. Okay, for for the mindset that that needs to be changed here.
0: Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.
1: This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Projects, so many projects. Taking care of all the things gets overwhelming. So when I get that feeling of overwhelm, I know I need to take steps to make my mental well-being a priority. you prefer to meet via phone call, video, or live chat, and you can plan your sessions at your convenience to suit your schedule. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash clean. Y'all know I am all about identifying what things you can do to make overwhelming tasks possible. Buying a home or selling a home can be completely overwhelming. Finding just the right realtor can make the whole process so much easier. That's why I want to tell you about Redfin. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents. With a listing fee as low as 1%, Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. I know firsthand what a difference having the right real estate agent can make. We would have been lost without ours when we bought our current home and sold our old home a couple of years ago. Download the Redfin app to get started. It needs total decluttering as well as reorganizing. Both of those things are probably true. All right. However, we need to not worry about the reorganizing at this point, right? Because as long as you're thinking about the organizing it is very easy to still be thinking about all the stuff that you have to keep that you need to keep. All right. So let's just say it needs total decluttering. Let's say even if it does need to be reorganized, well, that's not going to happen until later anyway right? Like we have to have it decluttered first. Anybody will tell you that you have to declutter before you can organize. So let's just worry about the decluttering. That's my, me, Danny K. White, that's my specialty anyway. So that's what I talk, talk about. And it is my specialty to be able to talk you through being overwhelmed about it. So here we go. You said it needs total decluttering, All right? It's jam packed full of things I need to keep So I can't use the regular questions. Well, you just said it needs total decluttering, which means things leaving, leaving your house. And yet it's jam packed full of things I need to keep. All right. So yes, it may have a lot of stuff in there that you do need to keep or that you think you need to keep. But if it's jam packed, that's the reason it's a disaster. It's too Full. There's not. Remember that when we declutter, our goal is to make the space usable. Before any kind of fancy organizing, is the space usable? Meaning, I need to get this stuff down to a point where I only have in this space what will fit easily and usably, get toably. Okay. So that that's the goal here is we're going to declutter it. And the part I really have to say can't be true is I can't use the regular questions unless you mean somebody else's regular questions. If you mean like the normal questions for decluttering, which is, do I love this thing? Will I ever need it? Whatever. No, you can't use those. You're right. But if you meant... Dana's regular questions, you can use my questions. Okay. And I know you probably are talking about my questions because you said, um, cause you mentioned the, you know, making a bigger mess thing. And that's what my questions prevent. So how can I move things around without just making a bigger mess while I do that? Well, we're not going to move things around. Okay. Let's say that your garage is waist high with random stuff. Okay. And you know that all of these things that you really need are out there. Okay. If it is waist high and it can feel like, well, there's no way to actually make any progress without pulling everything out because then I won't be able to see the actual things that I I know are in there that I need to keep, but I can't actually access them. That's what makes this space a disaster. Okay. So instead we're going to stand at this door, let's say that, that the waist high thing is actually covers the doorway. Okay. We're going like full on. All right. Let's make it shoulder high. I don't know. I'm just saying like waist high, you open the door. it, It is like packed in there so tight. What would you do? Well, First, you acknowledge that we are decluttering, which means we're going to have less in this space than we did when we started. Okay. If it is a disaster, there is too much stuff in it. That is just a fact. Okay. So what do we do? We we follow the steps. Okay. So go ahead and make sure that you are starting with step one of this, which is trash. If it is waist high and you cannot even walk out the door into it, there is trash. If it is what some people are saying a disaster is, which would look perfectly fine to me or whatever, there's still trash. Like there's always trash. And so let's, let's go with the, your open the door, it's waist high right there. There's no need to move anything around. The goal is to remove, remove, remove until you are down to just that stuff that you actually would look for in this space. Okay. And that's before you actually get to any question asking. So the first step of the five-step process is trash. There's no question to ask. It's just look for, remove trash that you can get to without moving everything around, without making a bigger mess, without pulling anything out, just standing at the place where I can stand in this space or right outside of the space start throwing away trash. Then look for easy stuff. Meaning what can I see from where I'm standing and access from where I'm standing that has an established home somewhere else in my house? I'm going to go take it there now because every item that leaves that space, when I come back, it has less in it than it did before. And I'm less overwhelmed and able to keep going. Okay. I am eliminating, I'm pulling out the trash. I'm taking the easy stuff to its home, which as long as I am just, if you were letting yourself do the, put it in a keep box or put it aside or whatever, then it might be like, oh, that's easy. The stapler goes in the top drawer of my desk in my office. Okay. And so you think, well, that's easy. I'm not going to waste my time taking it there right now. So I just set it aside. But in reality, if it's been, in the waist high pile of disaster in the garage, then the reality is that you probably at some point bought another stapler or another three or four staplers or whatever. And so when you take it there now, you actually walk to the top drawer, you know, cause you're like, that's where it goes. You're not even asking the questions yet. We haven't gotten into any questions. We're literally saying this has an established home, but for some reason it's in the pile in the garage. And so I take it there now to this space where this is its established home. And I realize, Oh, I already replaced this when I couldn't get to it. And then I know it's actually now a duh donation. So I'm saying, but it's a final decision has been made on it. Whereas long as I'm just setting it aside, then I'm not making a final decision. But if I'm acting on this easy thing has an established place, go there and there's no room for it. Then I can just put it in my donate box, which is back at the space where I was decluttering. Okay. So I've pulled out trash. I've pulled out the easy things. I've actually taken them to their home through doing that. I have established that some of them actually were just uh, donations. They were not actually needed in my house. But I wouldn't have known that if I was just living in hypothetical land here in my brain. And then I look for da donations. Okay. This is a pile of stuff in here. I've already removed trash, which made it a little bit less overwhelming, smaller of a pile. I have already removed easy stuff that made it less overwhelming and smaller of a pile and now i'm going to look in this pile for anything that just easily can go i don't have to ask any decluttering questions i don't have to think it through sometimes especially in garages you'll find boxes full of things that you meant to donate 2 years ago or whatever so i'm i'm looking and or something you threw out there cuz you didn't know but now it's obviously a donation or whatever so you pull those things out, stick them straight in the donate box. Okay. And I'm reducing, reducing, reducing. I am making progress. I have not made a bigger mess because things have either gone to the trash bag, to their already established home or to into the donate box. Okay. And as I do that, this space is getting a little bit better. And then I I mean, like if it's truly a disaster, which I know how many times do I have to say it? We all have different ideas of disaster. I'm picturing picturing a real disaster here. If it's truly a disaster, there's going to be a lot of trash and a lot of easy stuff and a lot of duh clutter. Okay. When you remove that much, can you take, you know, a six inches, like half of your foot? I don't know if my foot is actually 12 inches, but whatever. Half of my foot. Can I get in a little bit farther into the garage and reach a little bit farther to find trash? Now I can access a little bit more trash. I can do this and I'm reducing, I'm reducing, reducing before I ever get to the decision making. Okay. And it has to be done because the space has more stuff than I can handle than the space can possibly fit. And so it has to be decluttered. So going through those three steps is going to pull out the things that I don't need to be wasting my time making decisions about. Okay. Okay. So I've already removed the stuff that shouldn't be in this space. Okay. Now I'm down to stuff that doesn't have an established home anywhere in my house. Okay. Like it, it, it's just here and I i don't have a place for it. Well, it has to have a place, right? And some things, yes, they will stay in the garage. Some things though are probably going to have an actual, like, like maybe you don't need your Halloween costumes in the garage. Maybe that seemed logical at some point and they got taken out there and now they are at the bottom of a pile or whatever, but you pick it up and you ask yourself, if I needed this item, where would I look for it first? Okay. And there's a chance that that answer is going to be in the garage, but there's a chance that it's going to be somewhere else in the house and you take it there now and you remove things using that way Okay, until you've significantly reduced and gotten down to the things that actually you would look for in the garage. Okay, so so it's that the questions still work. Hold up. The questions do work. And sometimes people, you know, I did a a video probably a month or two ago on applying the five-step process to clothing, because I would hear a lot from people, well, you can't use that step, that process on clothing. And I'm like, you can, I mean, decluttering at the speed of life. I apply the five-step process to all these different areas of your home. Like how does it work in different areas? There's always trash. There's always easy stuff that should be somewhere else. There's always duh donations. And then I always ask myself the question if I needed this item, where would I look for it first? Sometimes it feels like a stretch and yet it works every time. Like it it just does. And then you take it there now and you act on whatever it was that was the answer to where would I look for this first. Now, I think part of the issue here though is that there is a lot of stuff in this space that you're pretty sure after getting through, you know, steps one through four and pulling things out, you're, you're pretty confident that when you've gotten all the way through, where would I look for this first and taking it there now and stuff, the stuff that is left in the garage is still going to be a disaster, right? Okay. So that very well is probably true. However, before you worry about that, work through steps one through four. Okay. Because that's how you get started. You're overwhelmed by this space. You, um, feel stopped in your tracks, paralyzed before you can get started. It's hard to tackle this space because it's just so overwhelming. Those steps one through four are going to make the space itself actually less overwhelming, but they're also going to build your confidence. Like as you start to see the impact that it makes to just have less stuff. Like I can tell you that until I am blue in the face, but it will no, it will never change you the way that it will. When you experience it and you see it, you're overwhelmed right now, getting out trash, easy stuff, duh, clutter, making that space better before you've ever had to make a single decision, before you've ever asked yourself any questions, before you've ever had to expend emotional energy, experiencing that success is going to change you. It's going to turn you into a believer in the process while you're actually going through the process. Okay. So, uh, but, but when you get down to it, okay. And say that you are down to just what you would actually look for in this space, then it's time to start in the fifth step, which is the embracing the realities of the space that you have, make it fit. It's the container concept applied. But even with that, the first step in implementing the container concept is consolidate. Okay. As best you can, without pulling everything out. Okay. As best you can, without just shoving things aside to sort of kind of do something. Okay. That means that at this point you have gotten everything to as close as you can to the place in the garage where you would look for it first. And yet there's still more than you can actually handle. Okay. There's actually, there's more than will actually fit in this space and could possibly ever stand or control. So you then start putting like things together. Okay. So you may have already put all of the Crafting supplies in this corner over here. Okay. And over time, you know, you did the best that you could do. You one in one outed when you got over there. You, you made it as best you can. And yet it's still just a big old pile of stuff over there. Okay. Well, within that space without pulling everything out, start putting your glue sticks together. Start putting your glue guns together. Start putting your, um, I'm acting like I know crafty stuff, your feather boas together. Start putting your, Sequence together, and your glitter together, and your paint. I'm just trying to think of stuff. Anyway, but as you do that, before you looked at the space and you thought, oh, "Paint. I use paint. I need paint." And so it just kind of was like, "Well, paint doesn't apply here because I need paint, right?" But when you're consolidating it and you're putting all the paint together, and you're putting all the the blue paint together and the pink paint together and the purple paint together and the green paint together just doing that will naturally reveal some things that may be trash like i know for me personally as i was going through the moving process and i was doing exactly this okay i was consolidating and putting things together it's like oh i didn't notice until i picked it up i did not notice that this one clanks It had a clanky sound because it was completely and totally dried up. And as I did that, I realized, well, this, you know, there are four things of paint that are just trash where before, because I was just looking at it as paint is needed. I need this stuff. It it didn't register because I didn't have to deal with it, but I've already gotten the excess out. Now it's time to consolidate. And that's when I, when I pick something up and I realize that, or you put your you know, glue guns together, and you realize you have 16 glue guns, which some of you are like, who has 16 glue guns? And some of you are like, 16, I wish I only had 16 glue guns. I'm just saying, like, as you put those together, it starts to become obvious that you've got seven of the ones that were $2.99 at Walmart that you really don't actually like, because you also have the really nice kind. And you're like, I, I'm going to keep one of the small little ones, but I think I can donate the rest. That just naturally happens. So it's, I I think so many times that you look at the overall problem and you think this problem is so big, it's got to have, I mean, it's a big dramatic problem. So it's got to have a big dramatic solution. When in reality, the only way to solve the big dramatic problem is to chip away at it little by little it's whatever they say you know how do you eat an elephant one bite, one bite at a time y'all please don't eat elephants i don't know do people eat elephants i don't want to talk about it that upsets me i love elephants anyway i'm just saying one step at a time and these are the steps like the only way you're ever going to solve it is one step at a time these are the steps if you if you have it in you and you are the type of person who can pull everything out onto the driveway and work through it in a day. Great. I mean, like if that's what works for you, that's exactly what you should be doing. And yet I think maybe it doesn't because you listened to me and you asked me the question. I know there's always the chance that somebody who doesn't know me at all, which means they also won't be listening to this answer, um, ask these questions. But if you know me, and this is the way you're looking at, I'm just saying, trust the process just like the 76ers did. This is a conversation I have with my children. Like trust the process. Just try it. Even if you don't believe that it's going to work, try it. Try starting with the trash. And then going, you know, I was just, um, I had worked with someone recently. We made huge progress in our home. And uh, she sent me pictures of other spaces that she had tackled after we la- after I left. And she was like, I'm so excited. She said, I am able to get all of this back to the way it's supposed to be in a five minute pickup, and which is the goal. That's like what we talked about before we started. The goal is that you will be able to get this space back under control in five minutes. Okay. A night or even close to almost every night. And so she sent me all these things. She said, okay, I'm really trying to gear myself up for the bookshelf. Now I need to tackle that bookshelf and I'm, I'm just trying to get mentally ready. And I said, don't forget, start with the trash. And she was like, oh yeah, I forgot. Like she was following the process. She was asking herself where, where, to. Blah, blah, blah. she said it more eloquently. I guarantee it. She was asking herself, where would I look for this first? She was experiencing success. And yet when she saw the big project that she knew was going to be hard and that was overwhelming to her to even think about, she forgot about those first couple steps. And I was like, just start with this trash and then go with the easy stuff. Just work your way through the process because it really does work. Okay. So what about the whole, but I need, yeah, I kind of got off track, didn't I? Anyway. Um, but what about the whole, but I need these things for one thing, when you get the trash and the easy stuff and the duh clutter out of there and you remove anything that you wouldn't look for first there, then you are opening up space to be able to keep the things that you really need in a way that is manageable and uh, accessible, get toable, maintainable. Okay. That right there is really important to remember. Okay. Is that you are going to open up space for the things that you need by getting rid of the things that you don't need. Okay. But when they're all mixed together and you just know that pile contains things I need, then it feels like this is never this is hopeless. Okay. So remove, you know, the stuff that you don't need first. But also, The container concept helps reveal what you really, really need versus just, it's a thing like what I need. You know what I mean? Like when you're putting like things together, when you're putting glue guns together, then you're not asking yourself the question, do I need a glue gun? You're asking yourself the real question, which is not, anyway, the questions thing I'm, don't get confused by that. But you know what I mean? You're dealing with the reality of, you know, I I may need glue guns, but that doesn't mean that I need 72 glue guns. Some of y'all are thinking, who would have 72 glue guns? And some of you are thinking only 72 glue guns. Anyway, that's kind of a joke. but, But really though, like that right there, you're dealing in reality, where as opposed to just thinking, I need glue guns, It's a whole different thing after you've gotten the excess out and you're actually looking at the number of glue guns that you have and acknowledging which of these glue guns do I need? Do you know what I mean? But you can't start there. I think that's the whole thing is you can't start there. You've got to start with the trash and get the easy stuff out, remove all that other stuff first. Okay. I hope that was helpful. How long have I been talking? I feel like I've been talking a really long time. Oh my word, 29 minutes on one question? Wow. I'm not saying, wow, that's impressive. I'm saying, wow. Oh my word, Dana, seriously. All right. Well, I'm stopping there because I think that this is a, I might name it something else. I don't know. Who knows? But I I do. I think this is the real question people have is no, 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 I, I need my stuff or I like my stuff or I got to keep that stuff. But if it's not manageable, then you keeping it isn't meeting the need that you have. Like you say, I need glue guns, but if I can't find my glue guns, if I can't get to my glue guns, then having it in my house is not meeting this need that I have, which is probably the reason you have 72 glue guns because you, and I'm saying you, when no one ever said that they had 72 glue guns, but you know what I'm saying? I'm dealing with this situation. That's mostly in my brain right now, kind of based on this question, but you have 72 glue guns because you need glue guns, but you couldn't access them. And so you had to keep going out and buying more glue guns. Okay. But going through this process is going to bring all the glue guns into one spot. And then you're going to actually see what you have, compare that to what you need and be able to get rid of a lot of them, of a lot of them. All right. I hope that was helpful. Okay. Uh don't forget, if you would like to be sure that you find out when the certification, training and um not so okay. When the yeah, I gotta figure out how exactly I'm gonna say that differently. So there's training, that's a course, and then there's certification, which is the ongoing you are committed to you know, helping people with these methods, but you can be trained. Even if you're just like, I just want to learn more about this to apply it to whatever it is that I already do. Okay. Uh, if you want to find more about that, you can go to a slash certification. And yeah, I think that's all I was going to say. All right. I will talk to y'all later. Bye.